You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me personally, I put really high expectations on myself and that can get really stressful. And many times it's kind of hard to talk to friends and family members about those things. And I need to speak to a professional. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash BGN. That's better H-E-L-P and join over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health. For Black Girl Nerds listeners, you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash BGN. That's betterhelp.com forward slash BGN and get 10% off your first month. Welcome to this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Angelica. I'm your host. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, my ride or die. Say hey, Ryan. Hello. We're back. We're back, guys. And as promised, we are here for the Binger's Choice. You guys selected the show that we were going to recap, and everyone voted for the Umbrella Academy by a landslide. So we are covering the Umbrella Academy season one. Yeah, we're finally ready. (laughs) Finally. Uh, (laughs) Season two has yet to air, but it's definitely in the works. So I think this is perfect. This is a great time to kind of pick apart season one, deep dive into it. So that's what we're doing. Um, So Ryan, what were your first thoughts on this this episode? Um, I really, I liked how, even though they have the superpowers, I liked Mm -hmm. that how in this episode is more about the people, you know what I mean? Right. It was more about kind of fleshing out their issues, which I, which I think is something really cool that I'm like, I'm kind of watching it. I haven't fully binge watched it yet. So Mm -hmm. what I know, what I know so far is very interesting how they're kind of focusing more on like, okay, these people have these issues, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have these powers too, though. Don't forget about that. Exactly. So I thought that was, I thought that was kind of cool. What about you? 
I mean, I was down for the from from Jump Street. Um, you know, it's based off a of craft the graphic novel, and even though I'm not the biggest comic book nerd, I'm very like, mm. what am I? What do I describe myself? I'm a I'm a casual comic book nerd. Like I know yeah. all the yeah, origin yeah. stories. I could wiki it to death. Will I actually sit down and read the graphic novel? Probably right, not. right. Um, but I know a, very a lot about the background. So mm-hmm. I knew about the background of the show. Um, and what really drew me to it was the fact that. It was created. Well, it was Dark Horse, which is you know yeah. the <laughs> the publisher that that did Hellboy. So I'm like, oh, it's Dark Horse. It's not- yeah, I had to go back and do that research. Yeah, because I like to read comic books, but I hadn't read those, and I was like, well, what is Dark? Like, I had to go back and do my research on it. Yeah, Dark Horse Comics. Um, and the it was developed and created by Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance, which is one of my favorite bands back in the day, favorite rock bands. I had to go. I had to edu- yeah, I had to educate on that. So you bringing the music park? I had to go back on that. I had to yeah. you know, pull up my. YouTube videos and stuff. Exactly. So I was like, okay, you sold me. It's Dark Horse, which I know is going to be. It's. It, I mean, they they're not DC, they're not Marvel, but they do their thing. And right, right. Gerard Way was a part of it. He he conceptualized this idea, and then on top of it, it was Netflix and the superheroes and kids that grew up and became yeah. superheroes. So I was like, I'm in. Right, I'm right. sold. So that was all. Of, yeah, it pulled everything to pull you in right there. Yeah, I'm, and then the, the time travel was involved. You know. Uh, Mary J. Blige was in it like why not <laughs> so um, that's what drew me to it but just to give everyone a synopsis for um, new listeners or people that haven't watched the show um, also caution mad spoilers yeah. ahead um, but yeah, it, yeah just turn it off and turn it back on yeah just turn it off now <laughs> Um, but it revolves around this functional family of adopted siblings who were basically trained to become superheroes. Um, and they basically reunite after the death of their father, who was this very eccentric man. Um, and because there's like a threat of this apocalypse. So they have to like come together to save the world. Uh, so that's the show in a nutshell. And the kids that were the seven children that he adopted that were trained there, he called them the Umbrella Academy. Um, and the kids all have like matching tattoos. So it was like, it was serious business. Like they were his children, but they weren't, they were almost like super, yeah, little, like they were, yeah. yeah, they were like little super soldiers. Like literally in the graphic novel. Yeah. And literally in the graphic novel, you, he would not let them call Like they kept trying to call him dad. He was like, nah. uh, no, I'm not your dad. <laughs> That's what happened. I was like, man, I was like, why, why you gotta be so harsh right now? I, I don't know. I was a little hurt myself and I'm not even in Umbrella Academy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't read into the graphic novels, but I do know he, I mean, he at least recognized I needed some type of motherly figure. So, um, mom was there. Oh, and that that's so weird too yeah it is some weird stuff going on with that too yeah but we're not going to reveal who mom is but we just know that mom is their mother and she is the heart of of that household yeah. she takes care of them um and then yeah. they got had to do it yeah they got that daddy that's just hard as rocks i mean that sounds terrible but like he's just rough <laughs> he really is yeah. like and they call him mr monocle in the novel okay. so i was like yeah he really was legit just like there because he had things he wanted to accomplish yeah he was very much i mean there was a, a scene in this episode where i mean obviously he died and Klaus was like, yeah, you know, dad's, you know, playing tennis with Hitler. Like, that was the type of man that they considered him. They didn't think he was a good man. They loved him, but yeah, he didn't treat them right. He, They were machines. They were mm-hmm. they were soldiers to him. So, yeah, that's uh, the sad truth about this show, that these, these children weren't very loved. Uh, <laughs> I mean, loved, but not yep, loved yep. the way they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's, so let's get into it. So we open up with 
um, what I call labor pains. There are 40 women, <laughs> 43 women around the world spontaneously, spontaneously gave birth. Like they weren't pregnant. Like the first thing we see a girl at a pool, she's chilling, flat tummy, all that. She's a cute boy, says, what's up? Jumps in the pool. Next thing you know, she's giving birth. And her tummy blew up. Oh, see, that's what happens. You see that? You see, that's what happens. So there's an element of, of almost like supernatural sci-fi, science fiction, like 43 yeah, women yeah. around the world on October the 1st, 1989, gave birth to children simultaneously. Now, of those 43 children, seven were selected for the Umbrella Academy, whether or not they were chosen because mm -hmm. of their abilities or the fact that those mothers were like, I'm not giving up my kid. I don't care if I just found out I was having a kid. <laughs> like, you only get seven. <laughs> um, so this, right, this right. eccentric man, this millionaire, billionaire, probably Reginald Hargreaves, he adopts seven children. He brings them to his home in New York. He has this beautiful, like, gorgeous mansion in the center of the city. And he raises these seven kids like mm -hmm. they are the next, you know, super soldiers, superheroes. They are the Umbrella Academy. Uh, ish. The problem is, is that only six of those ki kids are really, you know, extraordinary. One of them, Vanya. Um, yeah. Aw, Vanya. Violin, who is played by Ellen Page, is just quite normal. So... Yeah. That's some good violin playing though to open yes, up. Though. She actually opened up with the fan of the opera theme song. So I was I was with it. I was like, yes, girl. Hey. Get that. Get that. Get it, Ellen Page. <laughs> Get it, Ellen Page. So we're gonna run through the siblings because that's basically what this episode was about. This episode was about yeah. setting the groundwork, introducing these siblings, who they are, their powers. There's some mystery around some of them, but we're gonna run through them. So we have Vanya Hargreaves, who is actually number seven. Um, she's played by Ellen Page, and she's a meek violinist with apparently no supernatural abilities, no superpowers, nothing. She's the normal one. And that's what we get. And we're like, okay. So, you know, must have been really hard growing up in a household where you're, you're basically pushed to be a superhero, <laughs> and you're the only one that's just like, eh. Yeah, she just like follow him around like she was taking notes and stuff. But I do wonder, um, I do wonder if it's something about the violin though. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe not for the cause when I was reading, um, when I was reading, I thought they were trying to hint at something like she was doing something weird as far as like violin playing. I mean but I don't know if they just decided to change that for the TV show. Well, she's a talented violinist, and we will leave it at that. We don't. We, from what we're told, she's ordinary. So that's all I can say for now. Uh, <laughs> I, but I'm digging for the extraordinary well, Angelica. We, I'm just I'm spoilers with you. ahead. I'm spoilers with you. ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm just kidding. I'm, no, kidding, I'm kidding. So the next, um, the next sibling is actually number one, and that's Lu uh, that's Luther Hargreaves, played by Tom Hopper. You might recognize him from Game of Thrones. He played Dickon. Ah, uh, Dickon. Yeah, Dickon Randall, the uh, older brother of uh, Samwell Tar uh, Samwell Tarly. Okay, so no, Dickon Randall, ah. Dickon Tarly. Actually, his dad was Randall, so he was the one that got you know set on fire by. Because <laughs> we knew he was gonna be in this series. Okay, it hurt us at time, but we didn't know he was gonna be in this yeah, series. He, put, he wouldn't bow, he wouldn't bend the knees. So uh, you know, Dracarys, he got set on fire. Uh <laughs> but he's still strong. <laughs> he that's a big man, he's still strong. Um yeah. 
Yeah, he took them flames. He took them flames. Um, So he's called number one. He's also called Space Boy. And he's an astronaut um, with super strength. And he's been living on the moon for the last four years. Mm -hmm. He was on a mission for his father. So that is Luther. And he's, Luther is huge. That is a big boy. (laughs) Huge. Yes. (laughs) Like we... But can we? I, we have to bring up something. Um, but I bring that later because it might get the. It might be something okay. later in the episode because I was gonna talk because the fact that you talking about how big huge for no was, reason, like you were just like. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna no say. Reason. We was like, why he so that going big? He woke up out his bed on the on the moon, just huge. <laughs> and I'm like, how you get through that hallway? That's a big boy. Mm. So I got <laughs> to say on Luther. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so next we meet Diego Hargreaves. He's number two, uh, played by David Castaneda. Castaneda, that's Spanish. Um, yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was leaning on you to handle that one because that's what I was thinking. I was like, how do you pronounce well, it? Well, it's, a, it's an I, end, yeah, it's like end it. there, so it, it would be Castanienda. That's how you say his name. It's just that's a that's a mouthful. But uh, David Castanienda, <laughs> he plays Diego Hargreaves. So he's actually the legit true blue superhero. Like he wears a mask, he fights crime. You know what I'm saying? Hey, throwing yeah, them he knives. knives. Cool. His superpower is he's um he has the ability to curve the trajectory of anything he throws. So wh- whether it be a knife. Uh, a broom, what what have you? He has precision when he throws them things, and he can fight. He can fight. He can fight. So, and he cute. Mm-hmm. And he cute. definitely can fight. So there go. Hey Diego. <laughs> hey boy. <laughs> Number two. So, <laughs> so next we meet Allison Hargreaves. She's number three. She's played by Emmy Laver Lampin, and she's a celebrity. Um, she's she's a movie star. But here's the thing about her: she has the ability to control minds. And that's done with, yeah, I really like yes, that one. And that, that is done one was with cool. one sim- simple phrase, and all she has to say is, "I heard a rumor." So you, t- so since, right? <laughs> so dope. so like, since it's truly a black woman because she got the <laughs> tea, and not only does she have the tea, but she can make you believe the tea. Right. This is like, look, yeah. I heard, <laughs> I heard a rumor that you stink, right. and next thing you know, you think you stink, like you smell it, like, oh, I stink. Exactly, like she told your whole life story. Okay, I was like, like, okay, so that is that the best story. I, look, look, let me tell you, I heard, and and you make it come true. Shoot, I you don't know what I could do with that. So, so right, right. I'm like, yeah, so right that's number three. She can control anybody. It don't matter who you are. She says, "I heard a rumor. It's over." So don't don't let it finish. Basically, is what yep. we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you know what I gotta go. Somebody okay, calling me, go. so thanks. Um, so that's that's um that's Allison. <laughs> Next is probably my most favorite character on the show, and uh, that is Klaus yeah. Hargreaves. He is number four, and he is described as a flamboyant drug addict <laughs> with the ability to communicate with the dead. <laughs> like, a skirt. Dude can rock a skirt. I'm rock just saying. I love Klaus. He's a free spirit. He does what he wants. He don't care. He want to wear his sister's dress. Cool. He want to do drugs. Cool. He he's sarcastic. Yep. Cool. Like Klaus is that dude. And you yep. might like Klaus because he actually played Simon in the Immortal Instruments, the film. So he was the nerd. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can see it's been a while since I've seen the film. Okay, yes, but I can that, see that now. Klaus okay. is my guy. Okay. And then he communicates with the dead. Like that's cool. You know, he could talk to his dad. That's why he was just like Yeah, I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. 
Are we I can't wait for the scene when we get that. You know, I, I probably would want a bunch of dead people trying mm-hmm. to follow me around. Like they well, follow me. That's probably why he does drugs because he wants to tune out the the. The same, <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, they like don't come back, class. I'm like, well, if you're talking to dead people and you can't really turn you, it off, you, you might, might want to drown that out with something, with a little sauce. So that's <laughs> that's Klaus. Yeah, and he right. will have you cracking up the entire season. Like everything he does is just like over the top. He just his he's team too much, and I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's, he's that it's guy. The best, yeah. So there we have Klaus. Then we have number five, who was probably a close second. Like he's one of my favorites. So number five doesn't oh, doesn't yeah. have a name. Yeah, um, he's played by Aiden Gallagher, but he doesn't have a name. All the children had names. I'm thinking number five left before they named themselves. So he's all he's just number five. Um and. He has the ability to jump through yeah. time and space. And we'll get, you know, we'll get to him specifically because he's kind of a plot point in this episode. But he had disappeared for almost 17 years. He was gone from their household. So he's wondering. Yeah, that whole time. Yes. Jumping he thing, is man. a that's character. I love him. Um, so we're up to it. So that's number five. Let's see. Well, who's next? Who did I leave out? Did I leave out anybody? Yes. I left out Ben. Uh, <laughs> Which is kind of. Yeah. Kinda- yeah. yeah. But that's kind of weird how he appeared, though. Yes. Like, that's kind of why so, you left him out, I feel like. Poor Ben. So, Ben is played by Justin Min. Um, ben Hart agrees. He is number six. And he is a boy who can summon monsters from his body. So, he summons horrors from his bodies. We don't really get the full details of that. And he died horribly. And we don't know how. Mm-hmm. And it's it's honestly, it's never really explained but Ben is dead. Um, we see him as a child. I think we see him as a teenager, maybe a young man, because there's a statue of him out in the garden of their home. But Ben is no longer with the siblings, and it ended horribly, and we don't know what happened. But because Klaus can communicate with the dead, he can see Ben, and he's the only one. So it's really interesting. And I, I really spent this entire season trying to figure out, well, what happened to Ben? So he's kind of an enigma Oh, that sucks that we don't get to find out because I was curious about them. Maybe yeah, season I mean, two hopefully, because I'm like, well, what? Because we, well, you know, we the the mystery of you know what happened to Reginald Hardgreaves, the father. We do learn that in this season, but we never know what happened to Ben. So I hope that gets touched on in season two. Mm. Um, so that basically is the dynamic, and then on top of that, you know, as far as the household, we have mom, who was their mother. She's always been there. Something off about mom. Yeah. But <laughs> but she's, you know, she's that loving. I mean, just yeah, a little she's that something. Like, just a little we bit have Pogo, who was my dude. We have Pogo. <laughs> Pogo, man, he stepped on the scene. And I was like, am I, I'm still watching the same show, right? Like, the, just the way he entered. I was like, have I been looking yeah. at it too long? Do I need to rewind? But he was dope, though. But it's just the way that they introduced him. I was like, Pogo's whoa. Pogo's that guy. Pogo's a chimpanzee, for those of you that don't know. <laughs> he's a very, yeah, he's yeah, probably about yeah. five foot it. tall. Just smart, you know, with his cane. You know, he's <laughs> dressed cane. to the nines. He wears his glasses. And he's basically like, almost like the family butler, but not really. He's just like, he watches over. He's like their guardian. So there's Pogo, there's mom. And then obviously at a certain point in time, yeah. there was... Reginald Hargreaves, who is kind of been a mysterious character throughout the entire series. Uh, so that is the layout of the household mm-hmm. of, of the Hargreaves. 
Um, and so as we're watching this episode, we get flashbacks of the kids as children. This is when they were all alive or together because we don't know what happened to number five. Um, if you notice, so so basically Reginald died. So all the children, they've been estranged apparently for a while now. Um, you know, Luther's on the moon. Allison's out in Hollywood. Um, apparently Vanya's preparing for this big violin solo. Klaus is doing what Klaus does, which is do drugs. <laughs> yeah, Being brought back in ambulances, yeah. you know, normal Klaus stuff. Is doing his thing, like I said. Number five, number five has disappeared, and Ben is dead. Um, so everyone is everyone is separated. There's only five of them left, and Diego is just doing his thing, just throwing knives and saving families and whatnot. So that so they're all you know they all get brought back home. Yep. Uh, because of the death of their father. And I mean, honestly, some of them really have, they're just, they're out of duty. Diego does not mess with his dad. He don't fool with his dad. He's like, he's evil. I mean, it is what it is. I really don't care that he died. It is what it is. And Klaus is just like, yeah. Yeah, he was the most upset, I felt. Of like out of everybody, he was just like, I can't stand well, this. He right was now. upset that he was there because he really could give two f's about his dad. And then Luther was the only one, <laughs> right? I'm like, what did he do to Diego? Everything. That's what I want to know. Klaus is just like he's an a hole. I mean, it is. I'm, what, what can I steal? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to steal from him, steal stuff from him. Allison just like I'm here for my dad. Vanya, you know, she loved her dad apparently. She's the only one that really didn't get his love. I mean, none of them got love, but she was the one that was. You yeah, know, the most uninteresting, the most ordinary. So of course she didn't get any of his attention. You know, all the kids, all the other kids got Umbrella Academy tattoos. You know what her ass got? A sharpie. <laughs> she <laughs> she put a sharpie of her of, of Umbrella on her wrist. That's so true. I was sitting up there like, dang man, she can't even get a tattoo. Got Come no on love now. in the house. Um. So yeah. So so, so disrespectful. disrespectful. So she pulls up. You know, Allison greets her with open arms like, hey, sis, I'm glad to see you. Luther's like, or not Luther, Diego's like, why are you here? <laughs> like, I can't believe you showed up after all you did. <laughs> so we learned that uh, Vanya wrote a little tell-all book and revealed all the family uh-huh. secrets. And, you know, she was, I think the title of the book was called um, Ex- Extraordinary, Ordinary, something like that. Basically, she was the the only normal, yeah, she was the only yeah. ordinary one in that home. And so she basically talked about Right. How her dad was an ish, how he worked them all to death, and that how she was left out because she didn't have any power. Which, when you know, like, why are they shocked? If you're just treated like that, where you just follow him around, he's like, yeah, oh, you ain't right. special. Like, why wouldn't you make like a tell all book? I'm like, why are they yeah, so this shocked? This is nothing right new. Now? This is 20, well, at the time, this is 2018, <laughs> like 2019. We're right. worried about this mess. So, yeah, it was 2019. But yeah, so she wrote this tell all book. They're, the family's really not too happy. They all kind of hate her for it. Um, because she told some things that she shouldn't have told. Um, so yeah, she's not welcome. Luther stoop around the house because he don't believe their father passed from a heart condition. He's like, nah, heart failure. Mm-mm. Where's his monocle at? He always had his monocle. Like he, Luther thinks something is up. Diego's like, look, man, I checked the house. No forced entry. He died. Like plain and simple. Luther was like, I don't know about all that because he told me I should look out. So Luther is, you know, he's trying to avenge his. And then Diego's like, look, dude, we don't have to avenge nothing. There's nothing you need to do. Dad died. The end. (laughs) Black Girl Nerds podcast will return in just a moment. How often do you think about your socks? If you're like I used to be, not much. But recently I discovered socks that change the way I'll think about socks forever. They're called Bombas. 
I actually live in a home where I have hardwood floors and during the winter season, it's not fun walking on those floors, whether it's in the middle of the night or early in the morning when it gets super cold. But with these socks, they're very cozy, warm, and perfect for the winter season. Bombas are the most comfortable socks for me. They support a seamless toe, a cushioned footbed that's comfy and not too thick. And they're so adorable. They come in a lot of colors, patterns, lengths, and styles and they look great anywhere, whether it's in the gym, at the office, or out on the town. Bombas are what feet daydream about. So buy your Bombas if you're listening to this podcast episode. We're offering a special discount for our listeners. Go to bombas.com slash nerds today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash nerds for 20% off, bombus.com slash nerds. Yeah, and he popped out the corner report. I'm like, look at this dude. Popping popping in. Meanwhile, uh, Klaus in there trying to steal everything he can. <laughs> <laughs> when he pulled a box out the pants, I was too through. I was like, I'm done. Most. And he ended up stealing his sister's skirt. She's like, is that my skirt? And he's like, yes. I let's be yeah. <laughs> like he's just a character right. I'm like this dude right here he's I'm just dying so, I mean they basically are meeting up they're trying to set up his affairs and once again Luther won't let this go he's like we gotta get together we gotta figure out who killed dad and Diego's like hold on you think one of us did it and of course stupid behind Luther he all big and brawny but he don't got no brains <laughs> was like uh well <laughs> And so Zippins are like, you are really dumb. Like, you really think this was us? Yeah, he he really, but he like folded so Easy. hard though, like so hard, like it was just Easy. over. Yeah, he didn't give up no type of fight. He was like, but wait, but wait, what I'm trying to say? Everybody was like, just dropping one by like, one. Everyone's like, I'm out. All right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> yeah, he just stayed on there. I'm like, come on now, come on. You ain't gonna say nothing. He just he just was like, I don't know. He just looked so sad yeah, to me, like a little sad puppy there. I mean, he he little, I mean, he's little, like little-minded. Like he's all cute and tall and ginormous, but he's just, <laughs> he just a little, he's just a little, mm, little heart. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I don't understand why he number one. I, I guess so I don't know. I mean, he's and he also think about it. He's the oldest, so he has a lot of responsibility put on him. He's, oh, that's he's, true. You know, that's I'm here true. For dad. Yeah. I'm a messenger for dad. I got to take care of you guys. You know, we got to all come together. So he's the oldest. He carries that that cross. And the others are like, man, bye. <laughs> we were all born at the same time. You just happened to be born a few <laughs> minutes before. You know, like, they, they're not worried about number one. Um, so, yeah. Also, don't they're like portraits of them being kids? Does it remind you like a dark, mm-hmm. incredible, yes, like with a little yes. eye mask on and, and everything? I mean, I like how they had those portraits to kind of, without having to explain everything, that showed the progress of the home. Like, you see them all as kids. And then oh, they yeah, get a little true. older. Yeah. You see Ben, but but five is gone. And then we see a portrait of five over the mantle. And then we don't see Ben anymore. And then we see a statue of Ben. So it's like, okay, so five apparently has disappeared. It's been gone for 16 years, almost 17 years. Ben is dead. We don't know how. And the rest of the kids are just left trying to figure things out after their dad died. So, okay. And they have a chimp, you know, for a guardian. And there's something wrong with their mother who's never aged like it's just it's just a lot going on when you watch this show <laughs> yeah so it's a after, lot. Yeah, you know yeah. Luther basically accuses them of murder 
they all go their separate ways in the house. Um, so, you know, um, Diego's kind of moping on the couch. Allison's in her old room looking at Seventeen Magazine. Um, Vanya's on the steps. Klaus is, <laughs> where was Klaus? Do, up to no good. I think in the kitchen. Yeah, in the kitchen. I think he's in the kitchen or something, he, right? He got the munchies. Yeah. Um, and so Luther, he, you know, he goes to his dad's study. He pulls out an old record. And he starts to play. And actually, it's one of my favorite scenes because you can see all the siblings. Yeah, I was <laughs> exactly. like, this is a really good scene. Yeah. Different personalities. And I love the final, like when they like, when they pull out, the camera pulls out and you can see like them. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a nice shot. You can shot. see them all in the yeah. house dancing yeah. in all their separate rooms and you can kind of get a layout of the house. It was so cool. I love that part. Um, and so they're like all dancing like good times. Hey, you know, like it's all going to be better until... They hear a noise. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Until they hear dun, a noise dun, dun, outside. Dun. And um, up until this point, they've been trying to convince Klaus, who can communicate with the dad, to talk to their father to figure out what happened to him. Klaus is drugged up, though. Klaus, yeah. Klaus can't really concentrate because he's high. But when that sound and that blue light came in, he was like, Daddy? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, he, he almost <laughs> went back to being a child. Um, and they all run outside <laughs> and there's this <laughs> giant blue black hole and they're like, what is it? And they're like, step away. And here comes dumb behind clouds. <laughs> it's right. Right. He's Tell like, me why. The side. And he has why? this, um, what's the fire extinguisher? And he's like blowing this fire extinguisher. Yes. Yes. What was that going to do? In his sister's skirt with his pink umbrella. Do? I'm like, go sit down somewhere, Klaus. Right. And they see this face come through, and lo and behold, it is number five. Five. And it's, it's he looks exactly the same. He's 13 years old. Exactly the same as the last time they saw him. But let me tell you something. He is a grown man, okay? He is grown. Real, like, all the way grown. Years old, all the way grown. A, I guess to the point, he went so far in the future that he, he was like, he was in the future for 45 years, technically, even though he was gone for 16. So he's 58 years old mm-hmm. in a 14 year old's body. And they're like, well, what happened? Where have you been? And he was like, look, dad told me not to play around with time. And I did. <laughs> so that's where I've been. You know, it took me a long time to figure this out, <laughs> but I basically had to something about going, taking his conscience and like astrally like putting it out there but he calculated wrong so he actually got yeah i guess he had to find another version of himself that exists in all of time so yes minus in a the body of his 13 year old stuff and even though he thinks like you know a 58 year old he still wants the things that a 13 year old wants so you know, he was he was hungry. He wanted some Peter Brown jelly and marshmallows, apparently, which is what Vanya would make him right. know, when she was waiting for him to come back home. So that she left. Him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vanya, is Vanya is so cute to me. That is so sweet. Yeah, let the light on. Excuse me, the light on him and everything. Pogo was stepping them peanut butter and marshmallow sandwiches. Come on, Pogo. But here's the thing, You know, five also still is grown, so he's like, I just want a cup of coffee, <laughs> like. Like it's how, <laughs> I yeah I love that I love how sometimes it's like Kitty and sometimes he's like well dang I'm old so I need to go get this and they looking at him like 
Yeah, shouldn't you be at the like the kids' man. table? Like, over so the you know, they or... all go their separate ways. Um, because it's awkward, and they actually have their <laughs> memorial for their father. So they have their urn. They're they're prepping for this memorial. You know, they're and they're also it's somber because they're also out there with Ben's statue, and of course, there's obviously tension between um Diego and Luther, and they start going at it. And you know, Luther's big and all, but mm-hmm. Diego quick with it. And he's like, come on, big boy, let's go. And they start swinging. And as powerful as Luther is, Diego's too fast for him. So Diego's just like, pop, 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 Like, just jump. But that's why I'm like, that's no why reason. I'm like, Luther is big for no reason. Because he should not have been able to to land that many blows. He shouldn't have been. Like, I don't care how quick big, you I mean, are, you powerful. should not be that big for no reason. He did. Like, he got his butt and just whooped. as he got, you know, an advantage he over his whooped. brother, you know, Diego moves slick out the way. And of course, he punches Ben's statue so hard it breaks apart so it's like great you ruined dad's funeral and then you broke Ben's statue like come on man you gotta do better than this and of course Diego can't just leave well (laughs) enough alone so not only does he beat up his brother but he throws a knife at him but I mean Diego knows what he's doing so Uh he just clipped him but even Vanya's like you just don't know when to stop do you and he's just like man get out of here so you know, Vanya's like, well, he was my father, too. And she leaves. And, you know, Pogo tries to, you know, get her to stay. And she's like, look, I came, showed up for the funeral. They hate me. I wrote this book. I'm not welcome here. It's okay. I'm leaving. And you know what? Pogo's like, all right, take care of yourself. And she leaves. Um, Diego's over it. <laughs> he just got into a fight with his brother. And Klaus, you know, Klaus is like, let me come with. And he's just too much. He's like, oh, we're leaving? Let me go get my things. And <laughs> so he leaves. Um, Allison basically preps to go back to California. <laughs> Apparently her marriage is failing. And Diego just had to throw that out there, just being shady. Um, you know, uh, five is in search of a good cup of coffee, so he basically teleports to the car. They're like, where are you going? You can drive. He was like, I can do anything I want. Dips out. So the only one left in the house is Luther. And he's just looking around, trying to find anything he can. He's looking for his dad's monocle. He's like, something's wrong. He did not die of natural causes. Dad always has his monocle. Well, we later learn that Diego has the monocle. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. suspicious did you kill your father did you kill your dad like why do you have his monocle why did you make it such a big deal that nothing happened to him but you got the yeah and he was just so angry that you could believe it he's just so angry and of course klaus is being his no i wouldn't call him a drunken self he was just being his high regular self and he's like come on dude we're hungry and that right (laughs) that's where and i'm going we (laughs) He's talking about Ben. So we get a, <laughs> we get our first glimpse of Ben yeah. sitting in the back seat and they're talking about waffles. <laughs> so. Right. And the way they cut to that scene was so smooth, but yet dark at yeah. the same time. That's pretty it's, that was well done. I really like that. Cause you like you said, we're like, we're like we. We're like, is he talking to himself? Like he's referring to himself a third person or something? Cause you still think his yeah, power, right, you still exactly. think his power somewhere because you know, like you alone. say he's high so all the time. Ben is there. And if you notice throughout the episode, he was kind of speaking in third persons a lot. So I'm assuming Ben was there the whole time. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. The best is yet Mm. to come. So everybody's going their separate ways for the most part. Um, Five is at this great little spot called, it looks like it was Gritty's or Giddy's Donuts. Let me see. Let me go back to my notes. Was it Gritty's? 
yeah. I feel like it was gritties. Yeah. I want to go with yeah. that, but I'm not. Was, I can't like not 100. Don't yeah, so it was called gritty donuts. Let us know if you know what the donuts. Um, so he he know he, he pulls up there and there's a tow truck driver there as well, and they're they're ordering. And Agnes, this cute little lady, walks in and she's just like, "What would you like?" So poor Agnes. <laughs> so the tow truck driver is like, "I poor want Agnes. a eclair and some coffee," and then she asks, "Like, do you want like some chocolate milk for your kid?" And he's like, "Hey." The kid wants coffee, black, <laughs> no cream. Like he was just, just an old man. <laughs> and he starts talking to the tow truck driver like, yeah, I remember I used to come here when I was a kid. This place is so crappy now. I used to sneak here with my siblings, you know? So he's like reminiscing. Agnes is out there just getting her donuts together. And a whole kill squad comes through. A whole squad. And you know what? The whole, it must have been like what? Like Not 10 just dudes one person. at least? <laughs> I, like I, I got so caught up yeah, I lost track but okay. I, I was and look, to let me tell you this he on. might be a 58 year old man trapped in a 13 year old's body but let me tell you something five can handle his woo yes a, a whole pencil came out Angelica a whole like with, with ease like barely <laughs> broke a sweat Matter of fact, I think his tie came off. He he took right. that stuff and put it right back on. Like, yes, I got my tie on. In his shorts, in his schoolboy outfit. In his shorts. <laughs> he took down yes, a whole firing squad. Outfit. Boom, 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 boom. He was jumping through time. Well, I guess it would be time from one side to the other. He was breaking necks. He used a pencil. What else did you notice, Ryan? Get up. Did the... Uh, yeah, the um, oh man, I mm-hmm. forgot. I know it's Chernobyl. I forgot the group that does it. The song that was playing, no, and it made it yeah. just like real comedy. I like the how it made it kind of funny, even though they was getting right, they was getting toe up, but they had this huge like comedy element Ooh. to it that I thought was hilarious. Even though this is a violent, yeah. like what is she supposed to be thirteen, fourteen, like his body, but it's like yeah, the whole so, scene. I mean, we very like the series comedy that he's a comedy killer, is. so he could do all that, and he's thirteen. <laughs> Yeah, but that yeah that scene yeah that was my second. If you if yeah. you take the scene where they were dancing, yeah, that would be my this will be my second favorite scene because you just don't expect it. Like I thought he was, I thought he was about to get got, and I was like, oh man, that got to go find him again. And he just showed <laughs> out like he think he could throw. He was stabbing Play him in no the game. eye. Like it was, it was, it was. Yeah, uh, like no, like he <laughs> tore that coffee shop or donut shop. Uh, I was like, like, and then go uh, sit on the counter and pull the tracker out. Like he wasn't even done. He just he laid his like, arm on the counter. Like, oh, I don't know if he did it on purpose. He's like, I knew they're gonna come for me, so let me corner them and kill them all. But he smoothed yeah. that tracker out with a knife, pulled that bad boy out, dropped it on the table, left. Or I don't think he dropped it on the table. I think he left it outside. Like, yeah, come find me. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to just leave this outside. Yeah, they go pour the eggs and slow rise from the counter. All that bloody gore. But look, not... But she was smart, though. At least she here. Most people be standing there like, oh, what about... I'm like, why you not hiding? I like, you don't know where the bullets come from. I would have fled the building. Like, at least she was hiding. I would have gone out the back door. I fled that door. I should have just leave. I left. I don't know... <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. What happened? I coffee and I left. I fled. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so I actually put a note <laughs> in, in my outline. I was like, "Poor Agnes." <laughs> like, 
Uh, yeah, she, she was just, oh, that. I felt so bad for she her. She was just that. sitting there like, hmm, okay, okay. Because she was already, she was already baffled yeah, after the coffee black. Remember that so it was just down show. here from there. <laughs> so um, Five ends up paying a visit to Vanya. Yep. And she's just like, whoa, like he just shows up. She's like, are you bleeding? He's just like, eh, no big deal. I got to tell you something. She's like, why do you have to tell me something? Like, why are you here? He's like, well, because <laughs> you're ordinary. I can trust you. I was like, dang, cold-blooded. Like, you normal. <laughs> That's why I'm here. And she's just like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> and he's like, so, look, I jumped into the future. And, you know, earlier in the episode, he had told his siblings that there was nothing in the future. It was, it was crappy. Like, it wasn't ish. Um, and Klaus is like, I knew it. <laughs> so, yeah. apparently, he accidentally set himself into the future. Um, apparently, it was only a few days into the future, into the basically the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know how it happened. I don't know what happened. But the world ends in eight days. And I have no idea how to stop it. And all Vanya can say is, okay, let me put on a pot of coffee. <laughs> and... That is the end of the episode, and I mean, <laughs> I mean, we didn't really dive so much into it because there really wasn't much to yeah. talk about. You know, we got introduced to these amazing siblings, have all these powers. We have a mystery here. So, like, what happened to Five? What mm-hmm. did he see in the future? Like, why did it take him so long to come back? You know, what happened to Ben? What happened to Reginald? Uh, what's going on with Vanya? Is she really normal? So there was, there's just so many questions. And who's after five? Like, if he said the world ended, then who's in the future out to get him? So it's just, it's a lot going on. Yep. It's a lot of questions. But it was it was mm-hmm. cool, though. I like that. They, sometimes you can appreciate a good setup episode if it's done right, like they did. Sometimes you just like, oh my yes. god, let me get to the next episodes. Can I can yeah, I hang up to like the series? They, and I didn't too, spend too I think much they time on like the characters. Nice and then we job. saw a few scenes, and we had a little bit of flashback. So we saw, you know, the kids, you know, wanting to say good night to Reginald. Oh, and I forgot this reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone's went their separate ways, and also mom, you know, she's sitting down, and she's looking at all these paintings, and you're thinking she's just sad or she's entranced by this paintings, by the paintings. No, this is her charging station. She's a whole robot. <laughs> yeah. I about to say, I think she was a whole robot. And I was like, what is mm-hmm. happening? I mean, he kind of, I guess Diego kind of alluded to her during the funeral, but I didn't pick up yeah, on it. So- I just thought maybe she was just like, but I was wondering why she was yeah, aging. Mom, her reveal, but I mean, I was it was kind of obvious, like, but it what's wasn't. Going so it was like, on right she now? had age. She looked exactly the same. And she was almost like short circuiting. But to us, not knowing that she was a robot or a cyborg was the fact that may, oh maybe it's just old age or maybe she you know he you know he's rich he kept her young and but she's still older so she's forgetting things no she was short circuiting um, so she actually has a whole charging station but she raised them that's mom they love mom they love her because she was really the only source of love and compassion that they had because their father was very cold um, so we have that we have mom. We have Pom- we have Pogo, mm-hmm. who is my dude. Um, there's just so many things going on in this show. Um, you know, Luther's big. Why is he so big? What happened <laughs> to him? For no reason. We see the kids um, when they were younger. There For was like no a bank reason. robbery. They stopped it. And we get to see like kind of everyone's powers in action. We saw Ben's powers in action. Um, 
you know, the monsters, the horror. That's what he's called, the horror. So there's so many, there's so many different things this show could go, so many different directions. Um, so I really watched everything in one weekend. So I'm so looking forward to breaking this down. So like what are you like what do you want, Saul? What are what what's what are you looking forward to? More Klaus? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. Klaus is definitely one of those. Klaus, Vanya, I just feel bad for her all the time, like okay. this whole time through this episode. So I right. want to know like, if something's right. going to pick up for her where she's not just a little lonely person like in the corner. Um, but yeah, Klaus is definitely yeah. like that cool yes. that cool character you that know, you want to yeah, know about. Obviously, number five, you want to see what else he's going to tear And five really stuck with me. Vanya, as, I mean, I know she's central to the show and I love Ellen Page, but she just had that kick puppy look. And I I don't do weak. Like I don't do weak woman very <laughs> well. I'm look. very like yeah, she I, I, mean, I don't know look. if you can get this by now, but I'm very like kind of hard exterior and I'm like all like mm. I'm straight to business. So Yeah, yeah we can go with yeah. that. But yeah, I don't you're, do you're, I don't you're, do you're weak sauce. Like, I don't. That's what I like to call you. I don't <laughs> I'm picking, I'm picking at you. You know, right. I get where you come from. Yeah. I just I hate it for I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm one of those people yep. that hate like because I'm I agree with you. I feel like at some point she needs to stand up for herself mm-hmm. because I'm literally tired exactly. of seeing each one of them go around and just take their little jabs. Like she didn't have the right to do what she did. But at the same time, I'm one of those people that where it's like you you know as a as an audience member you want to know right. more like give her something yeah, yeah. more don't let her be that person that they're gonna just continue to do that to so that makes me curious because i'm like is she gonna get any more you know is she gonna get any more yeah, to her storyline and i was like, 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 like a little sad puppy grow up here like come on stand up for yourself you always gonna be a victim yeah yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for that episode. Like, I hope there's an episode where she's just like, okay, I done had enough. Like, right. I, you know, I mean, hey, I can play the violin. You know, I'm waiting for her to stand up. You know, I'm waiting for her to do something like I expected her to like continuously yeah. do. Also, I'm curious what you said about Reginald. I want to know more about him because mm-hmm. who is this dude that created these people around him that he could control? You know what I mean? Like, nobody really had a you know like what happened in your life or what's in your brain where it's like everything around you have to control you had to create like it was nothing was just like forced upon you and you had to learn how to deal with it so i'm like i'm very curious what they're gonna reveal Um, about him obviously he made pogo or used some type of experimentation to get pogo to talk he made a robot and mom you know are his kids truly super or did he make them super so there's there's a lot going yeah, on there like it's so many weird things yeah like or explaining like and i guess we get to all this and maybe that's part of his thing but explaining how these women you know just all of a sudden they're pregnant right. and it was the most random you know the random places you had a bus that like oh we're having a baby right now it's yeah. just the most random you know like all that stuff you're hoping that there's a little bit of explanation like obviously they want to keep you going for seasons to come but there's some kind of explanation of why that happened yes and we will definitely get to that um so yeah so that's why you know probably why our audience definitely chose umbrella academy because it has everything um it's kind yeah, of a genre I think this is one of like i need to find a list because we should go we should probably go through but i think this was definitely like because you know let netflix releases like a list of all their top shows mm-hmm. yep this was one top shows this was like definitely yeah like definitely in the top but i didn't think about it at first but i was like i can see it yeah and the i think in the first month it had about 42 million viewers um and it was renewed within 
literally that same month when it, it dropped April 2019 and they renewed it for season two. So we knew off top we were oh, going to wow. get it. Yep. So it was, yeah. um, it was one of the most, one of the more popular shows and it was, you know, praised for its casting, it was praised for its visuals. Um, you know, some of the pacing mm-hmm. and the tone was criticized, but I mean, it's a comic book. Like I, <laughs> I was entertained. Right. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're definitely yeah. We got a lot. We got a lot coming up. It's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So look forward to next week's episode. As always, if you guys have any questions, thoughts, any theories on what's going down, I'm sure some of you've already seen the entire series, but we definitely want to hear your thoughts. Which number is your favorite? That's which, what I want to know. Okay, which number is your favorite? So add us at Black Girl Nerds, at Black Girl Geeks, at BGN Podcast. My handle is Angelica underscore. No, it's Melanin Mommy two eight one six. <laughs> I never remember it. Melanin yep. Mommy. That's right. You probably about to get. Is that your Instagram? I feel like you about to get out your Instagram. Yeah, I think my Instagram is Angelica underscore the cool blurred. But anyways, um, you'll see me tweet. And we have uh, we have Ryan at November Bear. So get at us. Is that yeah, also your IG? Is that also your IG, Ryan? Uh no the the IG is Ryan Ben and Ryan is spelled R Y A N N E yeah and then just Ben because it just cut off Bennett so B E N N E T okay 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 so th- those are our handles if you want to get at us <laughs> let us know your thoughts tell us yep. your uh, Instagram Twitter let us know let yep. us know your favorite your favorite superhero your favorite number and we will talk to you guys next week bye bye the Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.